Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is a place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez. And Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Hey there, in this episode, we are diving into our written content personality, the last one that we're covering in this series. And if you have not listened to episode one, pause and go back. Listen to episode one, so that way you get the full story of the content personality wheel and its creation and scope of uses in growing your business. And so Shannon, tell us a little bit about, um, just quickly, why content personality, why written, what the heck does this all mean? Yes. Oh, near and dear to my heart. (laughs) So in episode one, we talk about the birth of the wheel and how that sucker came to be and how it's gone on to change thousands of lives over the years and simplify everyone's marketing and selling. Um, But in this case, we are really talking about your content personality as the vehicle to deliver your message. We got super smart in the past year, opened a club called the Content Personality Club um, that marries your content personality type, which would be your vehicle, right? In this case, we're talking about written with magnetic messaging. And this will be what we talk about in the next season, which is all about um, the six types of content you're going to need in your messaging ecosystem. So that's a little bit about why we're doing what we're doing. And one of the things that we know is every content personality has a a defined energy, if you will. People will say things to you that kind of help you either identify your content personality, although you can do that rather easily by taking our quiz, or you can um, kind of listen to some clues. So if you're a written content personality, most of the time you have probably heard things like, I just love your stories. Your words captivate me. You have a way with words. You're a great storyteller. Or every time I read your written word, I feel something. And Mm. so part of what this whole content personality is about is the energy that you show up in your marketing and selling is like 99% of how you make a sale, right? And so if you're pushing yourself out of alignment and you're a written content personality, but you're trying to do videos or you're trying to do audio or you're trying to do visual or all these things, things. we know that shit ain't going to (laughs) work. And we are on the path and have a mission to help you grow your business for good and bring you back to full alignment. So um, this episode is all about the written content personality. And we have been really doing a lot of education throughout all of these episodes and talking about getting people on board with building relationships with their email list. (laughs) And Amy, you just want to talk a little bit about like why we are such a stand for great email marketing. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like there's just so much noise in the social media space. And when you have somebody really opting in to receive messages from you, but also therefore engaging with you via email, 
you know, you own that data. It's not Facebook's data. It's not Pinterest's data. It's your data. So you can do those personal reach outs. You can really build those relationships. And I mean, as a written content personality, you probably got the easiest out of all of them to be doing an email, right? And so um, really focusing on building that list and building relationships with that list is super duper key. And Shannon, you have some crazy stat about, um, well, I mean, it's a real stat, but it's, the results are crazy. It's like you, you only get $24 in ROI when you're using social media, but what's the ROI on an email investment? For every $1 spent on email marketing, $4,200 return. For every $1 spent on social media marketing, $24 return. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, what in the actual hell? Why don't I know this? You can never now say you don't unknow. Like, <laughs> you cannot unknow it from here forward, right? So we've been doing a lot of, you know, I could do more because I love email marketing, like email marketing when done right. is just such a beautiful way to build community. Um, and a beautiful way to own your data, right? The number of people who have come to us. Um, I was just talking to my friend Majid a couple of weeks ago, and he flew from Canada where he lives to um, Indonesia. And when he landed, he had a message in his Facebook messenger. It was kind of like a weird kind of spammy bot thing. Oh. And Basically, it wiped his entire personal um, platform gone. And I, the only reason I know this is because I asked him, hey, Majid, are you upset with me? Because I'm trying to find you on Facebook to tag you in something and I cannot find you. He's like, funny, you should say that. Everyone is reaching out to me that they can't find me on Facebook. Oh, no. And Majid has a really successful business. And for years as his friend, I have told him, build your email list. And guess what he said to me this time? I should have built my email list. I should have built my email list because my entire platform is gone. So mm. take note, everyone. It is never too late to start. Yeah. Email's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Facebook might disappear. Instagram, Twitter, who the hell knows, right? Like all these places may disappear, but if you own your data and you do email marketing right, you're going to be one happy coach and consultant mm -hmm. <laughs> on the other side of things. So we take a real big stand on email marketing and for you written people, oh God, you're great. You, you are like, you don't have to figure out any weird shit for your email. Like just write the story, write the tips, write the post and send it out, right? Our other lovely content personality friends, they need to do some other things to, to make their email like effective, right? But you all have such an opportunity to just love up and nurture an email list and turn them into clients at a 4,200% return, which Amy and I are always going to be a stand for, always. Um, so what are some content things you can do for yourself, right? So, um, we have a big list for every content personality and in our club, we help you understand how to pick your content type today. We're just going to highlight a couple. One is case studies. And the reason I actually chose this, Amy, is because 
I want to actually have a little bit of a discussion between what's the difference between a testimonial and a case study. Yeah. How would you answer that? I love that. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Mm -hmm. So a testimonial, I would say, is a short blurb of the results that I got from working with you, right? And how I loved working with you. A case study is that deep dive of the transformation of how I got from A to B and tying more of those personal stories and tidbits to it so that someone who is reading that case study really gets a clear idea of my journey. If they're reading my testimonial, they know that I love Shannon and Shannon's amazing. And this was the quick result she got for me or the highlight, right? So I think case study is a deep dive. Testimonial is a teaser. Yes. Beautiful. And our written content personality types, you often do a beautiful job. If we can add it into your strategy, your marketing strategy of showing the whole transformation from start to finish with a well-documented case study. Okay. Just imagine if you had maybe three of these that you could be using when a client reaches out to you and says, Hey, I heard about you, a potential client. Hey, I heard about you from so-and-so send them a case study, right? Or someone goes onto your website and they want to really understand the transformation they will get when working with you. And now we have three case studies that they can read these in-depth written pieces. Oh, they're so beautiful. And they're beautiful because they share the truth of the entire journey. It's not just like, you know, I've been on a rampage lately about all these business coaches that just keep, yeah, my client hit a hundred K this month. Well, can you tell us what happened all until this month, please? Right. <laughs> like, like this is, there. yeah. How did they get there? Right. So written personalities, you, you all have a beautiful uh, tool here in case studies that you can really leverage. The other thing that um, we help a lot of our written content personalities with is opt-ins that are in the form of assessments. Mm -hmm. So these would be your lead magnets that are a written assessment. It could be a checklist. It could be a five tips and a next step. It could be um, a quiz. That's a written type quiz, right? Where people are reading and they're answering questions. Assessments are some of the highest converting lead magnets. All right. And we have helped people develop many kinds of assessment type lead magnets over the years. And it's just such a natural fit for our written content personality people. So Amy, can you share some of the other written content types off of our graphic here? Yeah. So um, obviously case studies, assessments, guidebooks, and eBooks are another great, great way to leverage your content personality. Yeah. So an ebook, great for the written people. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the difference is between a guidebook and an ebook. I really feel like a guidebook is going to be something probably that you're using like in the actual coaching. And I would say the ebook is more of that teaser content, right? That's going to get you a little bit more hooked. And an ebook, I feel like would be a little bit shorter than a guidebook too. Like a guidebook, I think you're actually like doing some of the work or the ebook you're just reading, right? Yeah. So a guidebook could also be like when we put our workshops together and we have this action guide, 
Yep. Right. <clears throat> People are filling in and they're taking notes and they're doing whatever. Um, beautiful. You all have so many options in the written world. Oh you have more options than anyone else. Um, which is great articles, checklists, interviews, case studies, guidebooks, like the list could go on and on. And so we have a lot of fun with our written content personality types. And it's often like, not what should I be doing, but how do I simplify all this and pare it down? So it actually works <laughs> <laughs> because you don't need to do all the things. All right. Oh my gosh. Try. Yeah. You you need to focus on one thing in your written piece. Yeah. Usually it's too much. It's overwhelming. So getting the pairing down is key. <laughs> yeah. And you've been helping one of our club students understand this. Like he's going to town on these written posts and they're great, but they're, it's too many ideas in one thing. Right. So break it up into multiple pieces of content, build a series out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we help you with, what you understand, once you understand your content personality type is written and you have a content types that you can choose from is, well, what platform should I be using? We've already talked about email um, and where we stand on email for the written um, platforms. You all have quite a few choices as well. Your own blog should be a priority in your business for SEO juice <laughs> and searchability. Um, I think we'll do a season just on blogging, Amy. Amy, I oh think gosh. that would be super fun. Um, but other places that sometimes the written content personality forgets about is old school publications like newspapers and magazines. You also have a great feature on LinkedIn called LinkedIn articles. Um, LinkedIn, I think it's LinkedIn articles is what it's yep. called. Um, and medium. I I am on Medium. It's a platform where you can put up content. They have an established audience there. Um, and it's another great way for you to get found in searches when people are searching certain topics, if you know how to do it right. So your written platforms, there's a lot available to you. And we would love to really help you discover where is your joy going to be in this and how do we simplify it all to land you prospects, which leads us to how do you use your written content personality to sell. <laughs> yeah. And so when you transition your selling by utilizing your written content personality, so think of sales calls over messenger or selling over email. When you combine that with what we call a soulful sales script, which is a way to ask and frame questions so that you can really enroll those people in the vision of working with you and the transformation that will happen instead of coaching or giving them advice or giving them free strategy sessions. Um, when you combine those two things in either messenger, email, social sales script, really that's where we see the most people converting people into actually becoming clients. And so like I said, I think email and messenger is probably the two most popular ones. And I'm sure we'll have other students who are using other platforms, but in your email and in your member sales is a conversation. So you want to make sure that you're asking those questions and you're going and having the back and forth. And so that's usually what feels good for someone who's a written content personality when they're doing sales. Yeah. And Amy and I spent about a year and a half developing a soulful sales script. We just weren't happy with what was out there. They felt pushy. They felt 
um, scripted, (laughs) you know, they felt, um, very objection focused and, oh God, like pain point focus, objection, overcome their objections. Like we've heard it all right in the world of sales. And so, um, when Amy come onto the team and we have worked very closely with developing this soulful sales script, we believe in not releasing anything until it's actually working. So once we got it working, we released it to our clients. I would say that was about six or eight months ago. They have been closing sales. Um, They feel good about it. And so listen, if you have had discovery call after discovery call, if you have had strategy sessions, free sessions, whatever you call them, and you are just like, this shit ain't working. Like we know, um, the, the places where quite a bit of uh, strategic thinking has gone into this soulful sales script. And you've got to be really careful not to put your coaching hat on and to actually do the selling and the discovery piece with people. Because if you coach them on that call, they're not going to pay you because you've solved their problem. Right. And now they can implement the thing. And, you know, we had this problem a lot with our workshops is people are like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to join yet. I need to implement this thing that I learned. And so then Shannon, how would a written content personality utilize our winning workshop framework? Um, Yeah. So the winning workshop framework was developed after uh, many years of me over teaching and people not buying. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, uh, this isn't working. And I'm a teacher in a previous lifetime. So of course I just want to help and show up and give people the answers. Um, but the winning workshop framework for the written content personality, um, really is if you're going to give workshops for your, for your audience or trainings, then what you're going to want to do is probably make sure that they have lots of reflection time. You're providing lots of reflection time where they can write their ideas down and flush them out and then call on them for some answers. This is going to help you as a written content personality, because you often need time to process what's happening in that zoom room or happening from that stage or happening on that summit, whatever it is that you're presenting. Um, but it's also going to provide them more clarity so that they can speak to you more clearly and you can have that beautiful communication back and forth. Another thing that you can really think about in terms of your delivery of content, um, it could be a paid kind of what we call a, a paid or a free drip offer that drips out to email. Um, and what that means, if you're not familiar with that, is maybe on Monday, you email me something. On the next Monday, you email me part two. On the next email, you know, Monday part three. Um, I enrolled with a coach once who was a written content personality and her entire platform was all written coaching. So when I logged into the course or to the to the platform for the course, what I saw was a prompt and a question and then a big long space that I could answer. And I would answer and then she would come back and she would respond. And wow, it was beautiful. Actually, it was a very beautiful process. I don't think somebody that didn't like to write would like it, but for me, it worked really well. But for her, she was not getting drained by getting on zoom or getting on phone calls or standing on stage. She was completely in alignment with her content personality on how she was also delivering the content. 
makes a lot of sense. And when you talk about that, it makes me think about Ellie, who was a client and she was just like drained hosting these sales calls on Zoom. And it was really impacting her joy, her health, but really also her revenue. And so after she took the quiz, discovered she was written, and we really helped her pivot both the marketing and the selling strategies to leverage that written contest content personality, you know, she recommitted herself to really connecting deeper with her email list. And she utilized story marketing and she hosted sales calls via messenger and email. And then that really just helped her energy soar. And within a year after making that switch, she was up to $250,000 a year business. And wow. she wasn't getting on Zoom and sales calls anymore. So I think it's really great when those written personality types can really hone in on the flow and the conversation in the sales you know, timeframe, but then also using story marketing to really market your services is really... Again, you're lucky. I love it that you're written. <laughs> yeah, so lucky. We love our written people. <laughs> so lucky. So lucky. So well, this is, this concludes season one of the Grow Your Business for Good podcast. Amy, I can't believe we've already come to the end of a whole first season. Yay. Um, and so like Shannon had mentioned in our next season, we're going to really help you build out the messaging ecosystem. And there's six types of content that you will want to be sure to include in your marketing strategy. So stay tuned and join us for our next season. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.